Hi, welcome to another PSD cast from Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton. and today we've got friend of the show, Anthony Congatz from CapEx, and we're going to talk about supercapacitors. That's a powerful area to talk about, isn't it, Anthony? Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Alex. Great to be back. And uh, yes, it is. Uh, since we've last, well, there have been a, a lot of developments in the supercapacitor area. You know, and that's the, that's the fascinating thing about it is that the tech is moving so quickly. I mean, we spoke just last year on this, but so much has happened. I mean, you almost have to start a whole new list of just the things that have happened in the last 8 to 12 months. That's right. Well, if, if I was to start with the small end, from in the last 12 months, CapEx has developed um, a very thin supercapacitors, so we're now down at 600 microns. In thickness. Really? So, yeah, we're now talking wafer, wafer thin. And, in fact, we're pushing down to 0.4 and possibly we'll even get to, to 0.2 millimetres or 200 microns. So that really now is uh, getting down to the, the thickness of a piece of paper. Right. Now, I'm assuming that, that the area then would be larger. It would almost turn into a heat separator or something inside the phone. You're basically going to have just a sheet the width of the phone. Well, it could be, but it really depends on the application and why you're using the supercapacitor. It may be that um, you don't need something as large as the footprint of the phone. So an example mm -hmm. where these thin supercapacitors will go will be smart credit cards, for instance. And here you're obviously limited by the footprint of the credit card itself. And some of the, the, the customers we're working with for smart credit cards are looking for a supercapacitor that might take up to around a third to a half of that footprint. So that gives you an mm -hmm. idea. But now, uh, then we have quick question, I, gonna, I apologize, but quick question. Um, couldn't credit card systems be served by passive systems, uh, you know, that the, that the reader provides power, or is it that critical that there be power inside the credit card? Well, if you, you're using simple encryption, um, then you probably can. And in fact, there are credit cards now, the chip and pin type uh, or the magnetic stripe, that don't have a supercapacitor. But the, the amount of fraud that's happening on credit cards today, globally and in China and America, is enormous. It's, it's mm -hmm. absolutely huge. And so one of the solutions there is to move to things like chip, <coughs> chip on pin and uh, more sophisticated handshaking type protocols where now you need more power coming from the credit card itself. You can't just rely on the chip being able to uh, quickly get charged up and then send back a simple handshake or, or, or um, acknowledgement. Here now you're looking for several passes backwards and forwards to establish the authenticity of the credit card um, at the reader. And here's another scenario when you're doing a transaction that's remote from the, um, uh, the, the provider, the, the shop or the retailer, let's say you're doing a mm -hmm. transaction over the phone, how do you determine that the credit card that is being given to you over the internet is actually authentic? And right. the way you can do that is by building in dynamic tokenism so that actually there's a token generated between the credit card right. and your service or product provider. Now, now, what springs to mind there then, Anthony, is that 
that opens up an entire branch of product. Uh, matter of fact, my, la my, my uh, March editorial, I touch on that, that the Internet of Things space and even the wearable space is going to fragment into multiple application spaces. And what you're saying, for example, I can think of a lot of wearable applications where either for authentication or for security or for um, medical handshake, make sure it's the proper device being attached to the patient at the proper time. Or there are a lot of little things where having on-device power would actually be quite beneficial. So I can really see the benefits of this tech. I absolutely agree with you. In fact, you've just guessed some of the applications I was going to move on to. Exactly those <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, well, that's the beautiful thing about what we do, Anthony, right, is that these are, these are beautiful core technologies. And if you show these to a group of people, you're going to hear a bunch of applications that you predicted. Also, you're going to hear a bunch of applications that you never thought of. Correct. Let me, let me throw one out to you. Um, you've already mentioned Please. wearables. And wearables, of course, you know, we can imagine can come in any shape or size. And here they could be very large or small supercapacitors. But also things like electronic shelf labels. The ability now mm. to take, um, maybe it's the, uh, a light energy out of uh, the, the lighting inside a, a shop or a display cabinet, and it use the supercapacitor to, to store that energy and then power a radio signal between some server, remote server, and the label, so you can dynamically change Maintain. what's on, on, on the label in the aisle of the supermarket or the retail outlet, wherever that might be. That's right, and example. an e-paper display is perfect for that type of application. I'm actually seeing some of those shelf uh, labels here in Germany. A lot of the, hey, a lot right. of the uh, retail stores are starting to use them. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world, dynamic updating, uh, no paper, everything's always up to date. I think it's, I mean, beyond, beyond the convenience, it probably helps tremendously at the inventory. And that's the beautiful part about these technologies is that there are benefits to the retailer that go far beyond just being able to maintain sh shelf labels. Correct. Another one is in, with toll cards. So particularly in ah. countries like Ch China, you've got massive development uh, um, building out the infrastructure around highways and how to collect the, the tolls from that when you've got um, lots of different systems. How do you bring them all together? And so mm -hmm. there again, we're, we're looking at something that looks a little bit like a smart credit card with a supercapacitor inside it for doing identification and charging um, and back to the driver's um, account details there. So there's a right, whole side... Right. Yeah, there's a whole side of our business uh, in the IoT space where these thin supercapacitors will make a big difference. But on the other right. side of things, we've also, since I talked to you last, developed and launched a whole range of automotive products. The one that's most visible is a very large um, unit for starting 16-litre um, semi-trailers, buses, off-road vehicles, where you exactly. need to guarantee... Yeah, the ability to start a large engine, petrol or diesel, no matter what the conditions, no matter, um, and might be mission critical. So you can't rely on a lead-acid battery or a lithium-ion battery, which may be flat, to get you going. And so Because of temperature or anything. Exactly. So our unit can now operate down to minus 40. We can guarantee that you can start your engine no matter where you park it or if you leave the lights off 
on your uh, main batteries will guarantee you a start there. And that's been very successful. We're getting a lot of interest from that. And as a result of that, we, in fact, won a, uh, the prestigious Platinum Award in 2016 from the Society of Automotive Engineers, which is a great honour for, for the team at CapEx here who's, who developed those products. Um, and we're very proud of that one, obviously. And, and we're also doing work with imagine. other... Yeah, and we're also doing work with other automotive uh, companies where we're doing custom modules for them in the micro-hybrid or mild-hybrid area. Anything from starting petrol-diesel engines to regenerative braking um, and, um, and charge acceptance there. So there's a, um, a lot of work happening at that very large scale. So here we are talking about supercapacitors, very thin, down at the, um, might be 50, 100 millifarads, going right up to supercapacitor cells that are over 6,000 farads each. Wow. Now, I know some car stereo guys who wouldn't mind those 6,000 farad units in their um, base uh, demo vehicles, but uh, <laughs> I've been hearing a lot about the uh, municipal buses and trucks, the uh, starting systems. I think that's a really great application space, although the car stereo is appealing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's right. As long as you've got teenagers, you'll be very popular. <laughs> there you go. Now, um, Anthony, these uh, new devices, the thin devices, are they all custom or do you offer any standard products within that space? We've got a, a range of uh, standard sizes. Um, our first customers here are only just going into mass production now. So it has been a little bit of a, a suck-it-and-see approach in, tr in trying to understand what standard sizes for our thin line are going to fit the market best. Um, but we've, got, uh, we've settled on a range uh, of a few products now, which uh, we're promoting. And uh, if there's an opportunity, of course, so we can customise them and, uh, and, uh, to suit the, the customer's application. Excellent, excellent. Now, how do people get information? What's the website? Oh, it is www.cap-xx.com. Excellent. Now, Anthony, before I let you go, as you know, I always let my guests have the last word on the show. So it could be a little bit more about the caps, uh, a little bit more about the company, or just a tip for our audience, but the floor is yours. Oh, well, thank you there, Alex. Um, well, the one thing that I think is very exciting and um, that your audience might be interested in is that CapEx not only makes supercapacitors and, and we sell them, but also we license technology as well. And since I last talked to you, We've added, we've already got a license arrangement with Murata, and Murata's doing mm -hmm. very well. They, their sales are growing very significantly, more than doubling year on year for the last couple of years. <clears throat> They've also released um, some new, very exciting supercapacitor products, and <clears throat> we've extended our license with Murata to now cover lithium-ion batteries. So that's a great endorsement or validation for our intellectual property that it's a very broad coverage covers not only supercapacitors but lithium batteries. And the other exciting news is, is that we've added another major licensee, the AVX Corporation from South Carolina in the US, and mm -hmm. they're using our IP now to make cylindrical supercapacitors and also prismatic supercapacitors. So wow. very exciting for and us. And neither of those are lightweight companies. No, they're both very big, as you say. You know, they're the, the giants of... The of the industry, 
and they operate in, in slightly different markets. So that's great. So they've got new products out there. And um, for your audience, I'd tell them that CapEx will also be launching a new product range very shortly in the next couple of weeks, around the middle of March or maybe, um, maybe first, second week of March. So keep an eye out for it. I don't want to spoil the, our surprise by giving uh, too much away at this stage, but there is definitely uh, something coming down the pipeline very shortly. Very cool. You know what I'll do is I'll make sure that this gets posted on either before or on the date that you're announcing the product, so that way they could be a little tempted. tempted. Okay. So, Anthony, thank you so much for taking the time. And you know I'm going to drag you back because this is a moving target. Things happen so quickly. So I'm really glad that you came by this time, and I'm looking forward already to seeing you next time. Thank you very much, Alex. I look forward to it. Oh, the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Power Systems Design. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs>